0: One of my mentors always says that regret is your guideline. Regret is your guideline, meaning that you should live each day and think, what did I do yesterday that I regret? Out of all the things that happened yesterday, all the things I did yesterday, or you know, in the recent past or whatever, what do I regret and then change that today or change that moving forward? And I like to use this philosophy towards every aspect of life. And so when I think back, I've explained on this podcast numerous times now about the recent little stint I had with show business and um, the TV show that I was a part of or at least thought I was a real part of and might not even appear in now when it comes out on TV, long story. But reflecting on that and if I if I regret anything from that experience, because to make a long story short, I left my job because I was told I was going to be part of this TV show. I was going to be in the film production for three months then, long story short, they brought me in. I was there for five weeks, and then they sent me back home, saying, "Nope, we don't like you enough. We're going back to the previous guy that we had." And it's a whole long story with a lot of, a lot of details. That's the very short version. And so, I like to look back and think, "Okay, well, what would I have done differently?" Is there anything that I regret? Because ultimately when something bad, me something bad happens to us, I mean obviously this is not this is far from the worst thing that can happen to you, but when anything bad happens to us, it makes us sad, we have to sit there and say, Okay, well, what what did I do wrong? What could I have done differently? You know, I'm not gonna blame this on the other people and everybody involved. What do I regret? What did I do differently? When I think back to that situation, maybe the only thing that I regret is not fighting a little bit harder against their decision to send me home. And because, like, in my eyes, the whole thing just kind of shocked me because I did everything right from my perspective and even I just thought things went well. And so it, it really it was a shock to me. And when I look back and say, well, what would you have done differently, Sean? Anything? And maybe the only thing that I think I regret and would have done differently is that I would have fought a little bit harder Against their decisions, not even that it would have made a difference, it might have even just made things worse because they were like you know they've thanked me for my politeness and and everything throughout a challenging project. How do they phrase it you know we we thank you for your positive attitude through this challenging project blah 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 blah, so it might have even made things worse, but like part of me says that I should have fought with them a little bit to be like wait why what what's going on so to give the context this is a very nuanced context it's um uh, yeah, just I want to put this into like a full perspective. Um, because see, for me as well, I'm someone who, you know, I, I have kind of a never give up personality that I like to take with me in all aspects of life. And um, a friend was even asking me the other day, well, like, if, if it meant so much to you, like, you know, why are you giving up on the possibility of being on TV? And the, you know, the answer to that is a little bit more complicated as well. But you know, I thought about it from my perspective. I'm like, okay, why did I just like allow this and accept this? Why did I not push back a little bit more um, against this decision to let me go? So the way it worked is they told me, gosh, this now that I'm recording this, it's almost like even too complicated to explain via a podcast and have this make sense. But they didn't tell me exactly that I was being sent home. Or they didn't tell me that they were getting rid of me for good. They told me that they were going to have the network evaluate my work to this point and see if they wanted to bring me back. But anyway, what happened is they called me on the, on the last day of the fifth week of this project that I was on, which I thought was like the fifth week of 12. Turns out it was the last week. And I'm sitting in my hotel room and I was I had been sick. I was still working. I was doing everything I could, but I was sick. And so when they called me, and explain this to me, at first I was kind of just relieved because it had been a very stressful project and I was sick. See, this is what happens. When you're, when you're down, when you're not feeling well for any sort of reason, for any circumstance, we all have a certain level of stress and everything that we can handle. And once it gets to the point where we're, we're not doing very well for one reason, be it, be it physical or another, we're much less likely to be able to move forward as strongly. So when they hit me with this news that I was being sent home temporarily, or at least I thought it was just temporarily, I was sick and I kind of just accepted it and said, okay, cool, that's great. I'll go home in two days and I'll I'll rest for a while and figure things out from there. That sounds better to me than staying here because I'm so stressed, because I'm sick, because right now I could use the break, okay? Had they hit me with this at a moment that I was not sick, I probably would have put up a little bit more of a fight. See, this is, think of, okay, think of life as like a a boxing match. How does someone... Win a boxing match. Well, typically, you hit your opponent so many times the opponent just, just can't take more. Like every little shot, whether it's shots to the body, you know, or whatever, every little shot is like a little chink in your armor. You just, how do they do it in the video games? You know, it's like you have like a hundred percent life to start, and then you just keep getting little shots, jabs, 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 and all of a sudden. Your, your life that you have left, so to speak, is just going down and down and down. And see, at that point in the project, because of the illness and because of the stress the project had caused and because it was Friday of an extremely long week on it, they hit me at a point where, if you think about it metaphorically like that, I was down at like 20% life. 20, I had 20% of the fight in me that I had at the beginning, and see, this is a lot of us who think of ourselves as people who never want to give up, you know, and I'm going to be tough and blah, 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 blah. What we have to understand is that it's all a spectrum. It's, it's never like just a yes or no, like, oh, I will never quit. See, it's, it's easy for all of us to, to not quit when we're at 100% life, you know, so to speak, and we haven't, been, we haven't been hit yet. We've got everything left in the tank. We're just getting started. But then when you've been getting hit for a while, when you've been struggling for certain reasons for a while, Now, all of a sudden, it's much harder to stick to what you said and and to to keep fighting back. And see, this is a principle that you can apply in anything. This is a principle that you can apply in fitness this is a principle you can apply in business this is a principle you can apply in parenting literally i mean as a a parent it's easy to be a very good parent to your child if it's seven or eight in the morning and you're just waking up full of energy you get to the end of the day you had a long work day your kid was driving you crazy a little bit there's traffic there's snow maybe you're a little bit sick all these things add up and now all of a sudden you've only got 20 percent left in the tank and it's very hard to respond appropriately in certain situations and so I just really want people to think about this. I want you to think about this because this is often also true of the case of when we make certain commitments. So I always like to bring things back to fitness because that's such an important aspect of life and it's not, you know I'm a fitness trainer. And so a lot of people will say, "Okay, well, I'm going to be committed to my fitness and I'm never going to quit." And they say that when they're in a good state, when they're in that 100% state. But then what happens is all of a sudden, oh, well, you know, I've been a little sick for a few days. Um, It's January and it's super cold outside. I'm having a lot of stress at work. This family thing happened. And now all of a sudden, I, I don't have the desire to continue with it. Now, it's one thing to say I need to take, you know, some time off or I don't have quite as much time because of these other priorities. Priorities in life are real, but whenever you're... Not working towards a goal due to a an, uh, matters of desire and just willingness to to move forward, you know if you 're just sitting on the couch and you're you're not going not because you don 't have time but because you just don't have the willpower to do it anymore. This is when you have to look and think to yourself all right why why am I allowing this to happen right now? Why have I allowed life to take the fight out of me, so to speak, because it's, I just want you to understand that it will happen, okay, no matter how committed you are to anything in life or how much you think that you're not going to give up, you will reach a point where you'll get hit with multiple things at the same time. And it's more than you thought you were going to have to handle while still working towards that goal or doing that thing that you were going to do. And now all of a sudden you see in that moment that you're not as tough as you thought at the beginning, or you're not actually as much of a, oh, I never quit type person as you thought you were in the beginning. Okay. So something very, very important to keep in mind. And I just wanted to tell that little story just to illustrate it because it's something that happened to me recently in my life in what was a really, really great opportunity. One that, you know, I even told, you know, one of the girls I was working with when I got there, like, I'm, I'm, I'm never going to quit. I'm definitely not going to quit. And did I quit? No, but they took a little bit of the fight out of me so that at the end when they let me go, I was just kind of like, oh, well, I guess it is what it is. And now looking back... <sighs> like I said, would it have made a difference if I would have fought back? I mean, who knows? It could have even made things worse. It could have made things better. could have made things worse. But I guess I regret allowing it to happen like that. And once again, it's a very, very complicated topic since this was like a, this was not just like a straightforward, oh, we're sending you home. You're getting, that's it, it, not how it worked. That's not the way they framed it. That's not the way the whole process worked. So it's very complicated. That's why it's hard to say whether or not this is an actual regret. But the principle, I want you to understand the principle. The principle is that you at your 100% peak moment when you've got everything left in the tank, you think that you're gonna go all in on things and you think you're never gonna give up and you think you're gonna stick to it. What you don't realize is there are gonna be moments along the way where life is gonna catch you when you're down, when you've been a little sick, when you've been a little stressed, when this event happened, when you didn't expect this, that came up. Then we're gonna see whether or not you can stick with what you said you were gonna do. All right? All right. We'll talk again soon. Love y'all. Peace.